0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Houndcast. My name is Justin Dorenzis, and I am the Assistant Director of Alumni and Parent Engagement and your host for today's episode. And along with me, I have Matt Nesto, Assistant Director of Student and Young Alumni Engagement. Matt, how are you doing today?
1: Good, Justin. How are you?
0: Great, thanks. Today, we are extremely excited to bring to you two of our newest Hounds as part of the alumni family here at the college, Kat Cole and Matt Anderson, both graduates of the class of 2021. Kat and Matt, how are you today?
2: Doing well, thank you. Thanks for having us.
0: And Matt, I'm going to turn it over to you now because I know that you have been working with Kat and Matt over their time here at the college and and I know that you've had a really Um, strong connection with them over the years. Do you want to introduce sort of your role and and how you've worked with both of these recent graduates?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's a pretty interesting one here, Justin. You know, I actually just graduated myself with my master's degree on Saturday. And who did I graduate with? These two amazing people, Matt Anderson and Kat Cole. Both Kat and Matt were a member of my senior class gift committee, uh, which Kat was actually our president of the senior class gift committee. So kudos to her for for running the ship the whole year. Their I mean their resumes really really speak for themselves with everything that they've done on campus between Kat doing athletics with track and soccer and being a part of a sorority with AST and Matt running the ship with all the MAC events and just everything. I mean these guys did so much in their. In their four years, and I was fortunate enough to know them a little bit for a couple of years, but really got to know both of them pretty well this past year, running the senior class gift stuff and having them be on my committee. So it was really an honor having them both on here. They're both incredible people, and now they're incredible alumni, which is so insane to say. Just kind of wanted to give Matt and Cat, and by the way, love that we got a lot of rhyming happening for this episode. <laughs> uh, you yeah, know, we didn't plan that on purpose at all, but happy to have you guys here. And we just got, you know, a couple questions for you to see what college was like for you both. And then kind of what are the plans moving forward? How does that sound?
3: Sounds good.
2: Yeah, sounds good. Thank you, Matt.
0: Well, Kat and Matt, can you talk about starting off your hometown, what your major was at Moravian throughout your time? Did you start at Moravian in the same major? Did you change majors, you know, halfway through sort of your matriculation of your program? Like what, what did that process look like for you?
3: So I am from Tabernacle, New Jersey, hidden away in the Pine Barrens of South Jersey. So I'm surrounded by trees and fun things like that. As for my major at college, I was pretty consistent with mine. Coming in, I was like, I know I wanted to do something science-y, but I wasn't really super certain. And then after speaking with some of the upperclassmen, they're like, oh, you should be a neuro major. I was like, sure. <laughs> and from there, I have been a cellular neuroscience major in my four years there. Uh, really enjoyed the program. It was a good mix of psychology and the natural sciences, so it was kind of like a good little sampling taste of everything. <laughs> awesome.
2: Yeah, that is awesome. And I am also like Matt from New Jersey, except I'm from Little Falls, New Jersey. So I'm the opposite, and I'm northern. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, but it's it's a really good distance away. And when I came in freshman year, I I came in undecided actually, but I ended up sticking with my gut which is education. And although that's not a major here at Moravian, technically my major is sociology, but I'm on the early childhood education track. And I completed my student teaching through a pandemic, which was full of <laughs> learning, but it was a, it was overall really good experience and I don't regret my path at all.
1: Awesome. And being from New Jersey as well, obviously <laughs> love the both of you for that. Kat, we got that 908-973 uh, yep. <laughs> connection there. That's a a jersey thing that we all can appreciate but awesome you know it, it really is cool that you guys both kind of knew what you wanted to do i mean i was a, a sports management major as many know and now i'm working in a uh, in development and doing alumni stuff so you know you guys both have such a passion for the sciencey side Matt, and the and teaching side cat and we're really excited to see everything that you guys pursue with that big question that Everyone's kind of thinking, everybody obviously knows that COVID-19 and the pandemic, that's been happening, but you two have lived it. You lived it as juniors for, oh my gosh, junior years over. And cat being a, a spring sport athlete, all of a sudden, wait, we're not competing anymore. And then you guys had your entire senior year of living through this. So if you guys want to mind, just, you know, what were some of the challenges? What was it like being, I, I, I think Justin and I could definitely agree that we were very pleased that we didn't have to go through being college student, let alone being a senior.
2: It's interesting that you say that, Matt, just because I'm sure I speak for, well, I don't want to speak for Matt, but I'm sure he can relate <laughs> to this. Um, sorry, so many maths. But junior year, when it kind of all hit us at once, the first thought that I remember thinking is, oh, thank god i'm not a senior because you know when you look back on it we were supposed to leave for two weeks even come back potentially at the end of our spring semester and obviously one thing led to another and you know we went through the whole quarantine and here we are a year later and i'm just so extremely thankful and grateful that we were able to come back to campus especially in the fall because i know a lot of other colleges were like eh, it's kind of a lot of work let's just not even try And I think that Moravian College being such a close-knit community really helped us. Our campus culture and things like that all kind of played into it, and we were able to make it through. And I, again, sports aside, we were here, we were living together. Yeah, protocols existed, but we still were able to get some sort of senior year, which I'm very thankful for.
1: Matt, what is is your take on uh, everything COVID and, and this senior year?
3: Yeah, it was definitely, I mean, I do cat can speak for me in this case, where I was I will agree I was very appreciative of the amount of work and dedication that went into on Moravian side to make sure that we are able to be on campus and have everyone there. Even from a little bit of a student perspective, being on USG when it first hit and into that first semester coming back, students worked very directly with administration as well to make sure that everyone was held accountable. We made these policies, things students could understand and There was a lot of work that went into it, but I think in the long run, it really did pay off and make senior year better. Because like, would I have wanted to spend my last year of college in Tabernacle, New Jersey or Bethlehem, PA? I mean, we (laughs) love New Jersey, but that's not where MoCo is.
0: I mean, speaking of, I I think you guys both brought some really great points to that question. And and speaking of that, during your your later part of your junior year when the pandemic first hit... What was your thought on transitioning to to online classes? Did you feel like you got the same knowledge out of the online classes or do you both just prefer that in-person class setting?
2: It was definitely an adjustment. And I think that goes for everyone just because we were so used to that in-person. We were all kind of automatically engaged because you're sitting there, the professor is in front of you, you have something to look at. And I feel like in the beginning, I was like, woohoo, I only have to get dressed the top half, like who cares if about <laughs> my PJ pants on the bottom? And you know, some, some of us didn't even get out of bed for the classes, which was, yeah, again, very interesting. But I do think that that little adjustment at the end of spring semester really helped us coming into fall semester because that was a strictly online semester. So I think we all kind of, there was a learning curve to it, but I think we all kind of managed and it was helpful to even be on campus in the sure. fall, even though we were online, if that makes sense.
3: Yeah, I agree with that a thousand percent. Because I know even in my house, everyone in my family, all, everyone had to be home 24-7 in the spring semester. So finding a quiet room where you could focus on classes was a bit harder. <laughs> At least the senior year, you could find a place in the library. But for my experience with online learning, I felt that things like some of my upper level, like seminar style classes, I didn't really mind too much that it was online versus in person, because for those, it really is heavily discussion based. And so that's a lot easier to just talk over Zoom, but things like lecture style classes, where you have to like pay attention, take lots of notes, that one, I admit was a bit harder on Zoom, because it's like, yeah, you can just put your phone away, don't pay attention to it. I know where it is. still, and You know, with the, the beauty of the, the mute camera button was, uh, we still paid attention, but sometimes more than others. But all in all, I, I think I would, I don't think it was the end of the world. It wasn't my preferred style, but it wasn't like I couldn't learn at all. Right.
1: And you guys definitely make a good point there. And, and that was something that starting the Senior Class Gift Committee in, in September was, all right, how are we going to do this? I was going through these questions of, do the students want to meet in person? Are we just going to have Zoom meetings? I remember the first one that we had was, It was a Zoom meeting and I offered two different times so that whoever was available. And then at the end of it, you know, we did a consensus and I said, what do you guys want to do? And you were like, can we please meet in person? And that was just something, you know, that was back in September. And then it it really turned into, you know, we always made the Zoom an option, but I could tell that you guys were almost a little Zoomed out. I feel like we're all all a little Zoomed out and just having that opportunity to, to meet in person. I feel like that definitely benefited our committee for, you know, you just get that different vibe when you're speaking to somebody and all right, you you think maybe I should be quiet right now because it's not my turn to talk. Meanwhile, when you're in person, you're interrupting everybody. You're just jumping right in and it just makes for a better environment. So I definitely think that you guys did an amazing job anchoring that and being that, no, let's meet in person. We're comfortable. We'll have the meeting outside if we need to. We'll rent a room. Different rooms in the hub. We had one meeting in Crosser Auditorium, if you guys remember that. And that's one of the biggest areas on campus for only 15 or so students. We were plenty spread, and but it just gave that environment to be able to say, no, this is who we all are. And I think it really did a great job. And I think you guys did an amazing job with, with those kind of adjustments, even outside of just classes, you know, the little things like, Kat, I'm sure for, you know, your sorority stuff, didn't you have to have all those meetings for the most part online?
2: Yeah definitely most of our meetings consisted on Zoom, which again, which uh, it was tricky and it has its own set of challenges, but it was kind of like the rest of everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, very true. Graduation was, you, you guys are alum for what? Four days now? Uh, I know when I when I reached out to you guys this morning and I said in our, in our senior class gift group me, I said, what's up alumni? Instead of how's it going seniors? So that's definitely an adjustment, but what does the future look like? And trust me, you do not need to have a future ready right now. I got my first job in August after I graduated and that wasn't during a pandemic. So what are what is the future looking like for you guys moving forward? Matt, what do you got lined up or what are your thoughts moving forward?
3: Yeah, I mean, thoughts moving forward is this week is relaxation. Like we've we've applied <laughs> to some jobs and so right now I'm like laying on my couch. I had a meeting with someone else yesterday from the college. It's just like a little goodbye meeting. And they looked at me and they were like, you're really living the graduate life. I had like messed up hair. I was literally taking the meeting in my bed. Like I put it on my desk. I sat up and I had like a sleep shirt on. I said, I'm finished. I am burnt out. (laughs) i need at least a week. But no, in terms of my job hunting, I am currently taking a gap year or two before pursuing a PhD in the biological sciences. So currently I'm applying to a lot of lab positions, places like Princeton, UPenn, NYU. Had a few interviews and now it's at that point where it's like just waiting to hear back. So fingers crossed for that but otherwise we're just living the life of an alum freshly graduated <laughs> love that for you i wouldn't expect anything else for you dude <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do
2: but yeah uh good luck with that matt i know uh, how that Thank feeling you. of just waiting feels but <laughs> to kind of piggyback off of that it's so funny just because matt and i have very we're on very different ends of the spectrum so obviously with education i do want to be a teacher I mentioned earlier that I'm early childhood, so my cert is pre-K through 4, and I do have the luxury of kind of just going back home and trying to live off of my parents for as long as I can.
1: Hey, I did too. You're exactly. good. Exactly. Hey, good. you got
2: to do what you got to do, right? That's
1: why I'm still doing.
2: <laughs> yep. Absolutely. So yeah, most of my interviewing process will be over the summer. So hopefully this fall I will eventually have a teaching job hopefully and We'll see where it takes me.
1: <laughs> Kat, are you looking to work in New Jersey and Pennsylvania? Or are you keeping your, your options open?
2: I am keeping my options open. Honestly, wherever I get a job, I will not complain. <laughs> so I am obviously certified in Pennsylvania, but there is like a reciprocal cert in New Jersey. So again, just gonna, gonna weigh my options and hopefully I have options, right? Because some people aren't so lucky. But Yeah, we'll see.
3: COVID's okay. gotta keep you adjustable. You know what they say, ready for any situation.
2: <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and I'm
1: a swivel. You guys are doing a good job of that. Thank
0: you. Well, fantastic. I hope that you two have an opportunity to land something very soon. And Matt, I know with taking a gap year or two and applying to to graduate school, I know that can be a really long process and an in-depth process. So the best of luck to you as well as you sort of journey on, journey on that adventure. Thank you. the last question that we ask all of our attendees on Houndcast is what's that thing that you'll miss the most about Moravian in essence kind of what makes Moravian Moravian
1: And we're not trying to make any tears here It's a very <laughs> emotional question for, for everyone involved
2: Yeah no I definitely agree Matt it is kind of emotional when you think about it just because especially being new alum. You said it. I know. I said it, and it really hasn't hit me yet. Um, I haven't really had time to process it. But just being here on campus, Moravian College, which again, that's even going to change. It's going to be Moravian University. There's just a lot of different factors. And truly, again, graduation hasn't hit me yet. I just, I literally don't even have the words to describe it. So Matt, if you want to jump in. (laughs)
3: Yeah, Yeah. I know this is, A common one a lot of people always use, but I think it just kind of shows the true Moravian colors. But I think it really is just that community aspect of really having such an interconnected group of people that you're so close with. And even like, yes, there's definitely like the friends I lived with and the people I would go and get lunch with. But that even extends to the people in the dining halls who would be serving me that lunch, and like talking to them. Matt and Justin, you guys as well, all the different staff members at Moravian College, the faculty, the professors that had such an impact on my life. I think for me, it's just going to be, while I am still uh, one of the hounds part of the pack, not being as directly surrounded by the pack 24-7, I think for me is going to be the the hardest and the thing I'm going to miss the most, because it really is what made my Moravian experience was the people there. And so, while I definitely plan to stay in contact and talk to people, it's not the same as dropping by people's office and bugging
1: them for about an hour on end. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Matt, the alumni house doors are always open. So, you know, we definitely expect you guys anytime that you are in Bethlehem, or even if you're not in Bethlehem, just come on down. This is is your house too now. We're always, always welcoming you guys and always would love to see you get together, you know, as long as we continue to move forward with being safe with all the protocols and everything. We could always do lunch and get together and just catch up and see how you guys have been. And we look forward to that 100%. I mean, as
3: a, as a recently uh, alum, that sounds like you're offering to pay for lunch. So I, mean, offering, <laughs> I guess I
2: could, I'd have to say yes. Well,
1: we we might take care of our our alum pretty well here. So, you know, the (laughs) offer is definitely on the table.
2: That's great. And Matt, I, I love what you said. And I feel as though Matt, as well as myself, can attest that Moravian especially or college in general is what you make of it. So what you put in is exactly what you are going to get out. And again, Matt was heavily involved as he mentioned and Matt Nesto and Justin. Okay. <laughs> but you know, all these connections that we have made are because we kind of put ourselves out there and we chose to get involved this then the other, but at the end of the day, that's I think where all my emotions are coming from. It's so sad because Moravian was such a small and close-knit community as Matt kind of highlighted, but that's why it's going to be such a hard goodbye. You always see a friendly face walking up to the hub or getting food, walking in the sally, things like that. So not only that, but you're going to miss so many elements that you were that you kind of chose to involve yourself with. And that's, I think, what hasn't hit me yet.
1: <laughs> I, I will say as a uh, as an alum, it hits you. End of August, beginning of September. It's not going to hit you right now because you know, it's the same as every every year when you finish up. All right, sweet, it's summertime. Time to enjoy and relax. It's when you when you start seeing people moving back in, that's when it's like, oh wow, I'm an alumni now. And that's the that's the crazy thing. But you know, as long as we are able, you know, we'll we'll see you guys in October, you know, for homecoming and all the different events that we're having next year, as long as things continue to progress in a positive way, we will be seeing you. And you will, as you said, Kat, those tough goodbyes, it really is just to see you later when you have that experience that you both put into it. And exactly what you said, it's totally what you put into it and you two put a heck of a lot into it that make it worth missing. Yeah. I'm absolutely. Why wouldn't I come back for this? Why wouldn't I do that? Kat, you're going to be going to soccer games and you're going to be going to track and field and and all that kind of stuff and Matt I wouldn't be surprised to see you at the first Wingo next semester
0: you know like we're gonna see you guys
2: yeah definitely you you haven't seen the last of me that's for sure
0: (laughs) That's what we like to hear, guys. That's what that's what we like to hear, and of course, I, I do hope that we can have in-person alumni events in in the fall. I think we're moving in a in a positive trajectory, so I'm I'm hoping that as the fall comes around, and especially next spring semester, we can start having all our alums back on campus and and being able to to take advantage of those great alumni events that we that we offer. So, I wanted to in kind of closing the episode today. I wanted to thank both of you for being on the episode and Maddie, Nick, thanks for being on the on the podcast. here as my co-host this morning and best of luck and congratulations to not only our our two undergrad alums, but Matt as well for just graduating with his, his MBA. We're super, super proud of you guys. And we're we're looking forward to staying connected and, and staying in contact. So thank you all again so much for, Being a part of this morning's episode, we will be having our next episode on Wednesday, June 5th. So make sure that all of you keep a lookout on your emails for our next episode of Houndcast. Take care, guys, and hound them.